0: agency owners, consultants, coaches, and B2B service providers, head to upmyinfluence.com slash guest. And I'd love to promote your expertise to our amazing audience. Let's get on with the show. With us right now, it's the founder and CEO of GoLance, Michael Brooks, thank you so much for joining us.
1: Josh, thank you. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Glad to be part of the program.
0: For our friend listening to our conversation right now, you can visit GoLance.com and you're going to want to visit this website uh, because if you've ever hired a freelancer, if you've ever used a gig website like Upwork, Fiverr, etc., you're going to want to pay very close attention to this conversation. Michael, give us an overview of, of what GoLance is and what makes GoLance unique. Thanks Josh. Um, I appreciate uh,
1: appreciate the introduction. Uh, so go is a freelance marketplace. like you said, Fiverr, Upwork and, and others. Um, we do focus, w- we think that this this business isn't going away. It's only expanding. Uh, and we see uh, the fees and prices going up <laughs> elsewhere. And uh, we, we, we're we the exact opposite. We've had two fee drops. So as we increase features, and wow. increase market share, we actually lower cost. Um, our first introduction into the space was let's reduce risk and then reduce cost, right? Now we're increasing quality, increasing market share, and then reducing cost uh, fees. So, you know... F- I was talking with our entrepreneur group today and they're like, yeah, we don't care about the fee. It's no big deal. Okay. They charge me 5%. I don't care. Uh, they charge the freelancer 20%. I don't care. Um, I'm referring to, I don't want to say their name. Let's just call them schmuck work. Right. So <laughs> Schmuckwork has this, this fee structure, and then they've built their, their process um, around that structure. So that let's say you hired me to be a consultant for you. Uh, We've heard from people that have tried to message their phone numbers to their clients because you have a question, you want an answer, you want to hear my voice, and their accounts get shut down, they get frozen. That's a big big no-no, you're not allowed to talk, you have to keep all your communications and typing. Um, I don't know about you. Like sometimes I need to get on the phone and have a conversation with somebody to truly understand them. Things get lost in text, Uh, so I don't think the entire world is going to work that way. Mm. Uh, and, I, I, and that may work uh, when you're using a company like Google and you're buying ads and whatever, and they only have message. I mean, I remember when that shift happened, when they're like, wait a minute, you can't call a customer support person. But this is two people that are working in, in a specific way. Yeah. So our philosophy is, okay, let's open the platform. Let's not be afraid of disintermediation. If 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 you work with us through, through GoLance with a freelancer, how can we provide so much value, so that you're committed to the platform, so that you're committed to the to the relationship, and so that the freelancer feels like they're not getting taken advantage of, uh, and they're providing they can provide you value um, without feeling the the pain of, uh, hey, I want you know, uh, one out of every five of your dollars goes to me. Uh, yeah. It's just too much. It's just gone too much in the other direction, and we're going. Thank you. Thank you, Schmuckwork, for doing what we believe is abusing your community. Uh, they do have a good recommendation engine. Um, there is stuff that I can say very good about them. However, uh, we're getting better at it. They're not perfect. Uh, we do a lot more white glove hands on, but we are changing and we're growing. And we see the industry going hey, if we can uh, have a profile have a recommendation engine equal to or greater than you, our, our the, the schmuck work fellows, um, but we have a, a significantly lower cost that beats them on their best day, uh, always significantly lower than their best day. Um, and then more flexible payment, more flexible time restrictions, uh, status so that people that we become trusted, they can get paid quicker, Uh, They maybe have even lower costs, not just on a per contract, but for the life of our platform. We look at the individual, not the contract of the individual. Uh, If we can add a humanistic element to the platform, then we we think they're wreckable. And we just don't see, they're going to have to wreck themselves to stay in this space. Mm -hmm. I don't think their model is going to last forever because Mm -hmm. you, you create, I believe, such bad will is created when you yeah. have a system of control. So our go- objective is always quality and value, and that's uh, that. That's where we think we're going to win, and we've stayed very competitive with them. And we're going to stay st- just keep on competitive with them.
0: Yeah. Listen, any time that you're using another platform and you have to constantly talk in code because you don't want to get flagged, you share your email. Like how many times have I had this happen where, you know, I need the person's email address because I need to add them to Slack or something like that. And it's like you have to type it in code and Upwork so they don't get flagged or banned or whatever. Like how absurd is that? And it really it, it creates a dynamic. As an employer, I look at Upwork, and I we were kind of talking before this is is almost like I feel like my relationship with them is a necessary evil, and I feel like you know they're always this big looming bad guy. Whereas what I think that they should do is embrace human connection as, as the, you know, well, clearly you're doing it. We don't, we don't have to give them advice. We'll just, you know, we'll just point out what, what, what Golan's is doing correctly. And again, it is, it's human connection. That's one of our core values. So I look for that. And when I see that interrupted, it's, it just feels yucky.
1: Well, you're an entrepreneur. You don't want to be owned. Mm. Right. You want freedom. And that's why you chose the life you the, the life you have and so when you've got to speak in code to someone you're hiring so that the person who you're paying through doesn't say you're naughty uh you don't feel like you're you're not enveloping someone into your organization you're tap dancing around uh the needs of the financial interest of a technology platform to make sure that you're a good little boy mm. and you don't talk directly. Um, I mean, just the nature of it is so unbelievably controlling. You know, don't it's not for your benefit that you it's not for your efficiency and it's not for the the value that the person you're hiring can create. It's to protect their economic interests and the interests of their shareholders. And I think at some point. Uh, that that is probably the chief differentiating factor between us and them. The delta. Our shareholders are the people that work on the platform. Mm. Are the freelancers? They're the ones that are getting the return, and our clients is getting the value. And so we're plugging in Slack. We're plugging in Zoom. We're plugging in Google Meets. We, Ooh, want, to oh, we want to.
0: Oh,
1: encourage this right type of there! I love like, it. It'd being as open as possible. And if I'm not, if we're not constantly, and this isn't just for us, this is for any entrepreneur. This is for any CEO, anybody running a business. If you're not constantly providing value, enough value to where people want to use your service, then you're doomed.
0: Yeah. You know, it's almost like, um, was it, is it quick? <laughs> It's you know if if the market I it's I was reminded of this you know I was talking to a realtor I was like oh I hate Zillow and I always badmouth them every time I'm like, yeah. I'm like yeah but everyone's using it so it's like if that's <laughs> what the market, if the market is using Zoom if the market is using Slack work with the market because the market is your boss it's almost like you know it's like in mean girls it quit trying to make fetch happen it's not you know it's like stop trying to make your i don't know what you're trying to do up or or it was you know uh you know schmuck work uh i don't know what you're trying to do but it's not working um, because people don't want to use it. Um, and um, yeah, brilliant. The fact that you can just tie in, hey, go ahead and connect. Because now if, if you're working with a client base, right, your employers are all using these tools, integrate with us. Now it's like, boy, what a great model because now they're really connected. You know that's plugged into their way of life. When you got those APIs connected into all of their operating operating systems that they're running their company on,
1: right? Our job is not to connect you with somebody and then take a cut. It's to help you get the most value out of the out of, through a out of worth with the people you work with, right? We're here to supply and help and support your growth as an entrepreneur. And for us to say we have this great person, we have this great talent, but here's all the rules you have to play in. And it's got to be in this little box. Um, You use Slack, right? I use Slack. How inefficient, how are you supposed to envelop someone into your organization if if you can't get them on the tools that that you work with? So that's how we, uh, that's how we see the industry. That's how we see the market. And that's where we see, we fit in it. We think that there's a, there's a problem in the space. And and, our, and the way we're addressing it is through openness. And yes, are, are we ever concerned with people uh, connecting and then disintermediating? Hey, it's going to happen. Like it, it's human nature. Uh, you're either going to speak in code and try and find a way to get it with somebody and then move or you're going to be a good client. But that's somebody I look at that as that's somebody who's just stealing. Right. OK, mm-hmm. like that's not my client. I'll, yeah. I'll address that I'll address that the way I can it, and hopefully the best. But my objective is to put so much value that we created an element of trust to that good clients and good freelancers, good talent work together and they feel respected and value. And the last thing I would ever accept, I would not sleep if someone said, well, we think you're a, you're a necessary evil, right? Hmm. I would have... <laughs> <laughs> fundamentally look at myself in the mirror every day and go, yeah. how do I change that mindset? I can't have the people supporting my business thinking of me in that manner.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I love it. You know, um, so you're creating a better world for freelancers too. Which, if we had more time, I, I there, there's so much. Like you, you pay them faster. Um, you pay them more fairly. Um, and and supply and demand is probably the biggest. I'm thinking of the you know the employers that are listening to our conversation right now, and they probably just want to know, okay, cool. Do you do you? have enough workers that I can put out, um, you know, a gig or, you know, I could put, I mean, do you want to describe what happens when you go to golance.com?
1: Yeah. So you post a job and then people apply and we take that job and we, and it's still a very manual process for us. You don't see the manual process, but we find, we do our own searches and we try to encourage people to the right people to apply. Um, obviously that's not the best for scale, but we have the benefit of being small and we're happy with that and we go, okay, we're happy with that for now as we develop more automated and AI machine learning and all the stuff you have to do. but for right now, we're willing to roll up our sleeves and and put in the uh, put in the dirty work and get our hands dirty and our clicks dirty and say, hey, we think that the, you should be applying for this. We also have a head of community that is constantly staying in communication with our community, outreaching to them, encouraging them to make more complete profiles, encouraging them to um, showcase showcase their work more, and then finding out who they are so that we can f- make the right recommendations for the right type of jobs. So it's a it's a process, and we've grown a lot slower than the other guys. But our retention, I mean, we keep our, we keep our clients for life. We have, we have clients that have been with us since the very beginning. Um, and that's how we intend to grow. And that's how we're going to grow. We took, and I just, to, from a, from a origin story perspective, I had, uh, fell in love with the space because in 2008, during the crisis, a little shortly after I just about lost everything with, uh, with another business that I had built, a subscription billing SaaS software business. And I mean, I had like 50 people working at my, working at my company and uh, it was very tragic, and painful. And I had to let people go, which is like just the worst, mm. you know, especially at that time, it was a feeling I never wanted to feel again. Um, and, and it was just incredibly painful. And uh, the, the guy who, the, the managing partner of that company now, uh, I mean, he was, he was just my buddy at that time. And he was kind of working at the company. He's like, look, uh, there's freelancers. I think I can find somebody. And I was like, we have office 50 people and there's no way and compliance. He's like, no, no, no. I, I think I can find a developer. I think I can find someone to help us and just keep us afloat while we weather the storm. And I, and I looked at, it, I was like, all right, it was, it was a, it was a door closing event. And I was like, okay, I rolled the dice. Uh, and he found someone like five hours out of Moscow. That guy now lives in Panama. He's the CTO of that company. He's been with it ever since. Wow. And uh, yeah, and I was and the crazy thing, Josh, is our costs dropped, but the and you know, the client base dropped because of the market. but our efficiency went up. And I was like, what well, had? how did we get rid of all these people? And our efficiency went up and mm. the stress went down and we got rid of our offices. And I was like, okay, well, let's just work out of our house. Okay. Um, and I was like, well, we got to get an office again. And and my buddy's like, why we're all doing fine. And then he would show up at my house every now and again, we work in my kitchen or we'd go to a hotel and we'd work at a hotel. And, and I was like, okay. And that lasted for years until that company got back on track and I remove myself as CEO, and I'm going. Okay, I don't need to be here anymore. The model's changed. The team is in place. Um, what am I going to do? And I looked at it, and I go, okay. I was 36 at the time, going, all right. Well, let's let's think backwards. I've always jumped in, going, I'm going to do this, and three and five years there, I'm having access to have an accident this. It's like I love work. I love it. I love to work. Yeah. I I I I. I love the results. I love the feeling. I, I've, I've gone times without it. And I'm miserable. I'm happiest when I'm producing. That's just me. I know that about myself. Um, I don't need yachts and jets. I need to produce. And I feel good about it. that's how I feel good about myself. So I'm going, OK, well, I like the idea of now committing to work. Right, So how long can I commit? And I go, you know what? I don't see myself stopping at 50. I don't see myself stopping at 60, maybe 75. So let's call it 76, and that's 40 years. And I don't know that I'll be putting in the same amount of hours as I do now, but let's say I look at my career for the next 40 years. What if I chose an industry, a business to get married to instead of just to go out and you know be an entrepreneur and make money? And that's when I was i was like, yeah, dude, this freelancing stuff is great. I can help a lot of people with this. I love that it's helping the freelancer. And I know the value for the client and I know the value for a business, small business owners. Most importantly, um, I know how much this impacts them. And I'm like, this is it. I can commit to this business for 40 years. Uh, so when you take a mindset and you make a commitment to a business for that long, you don't have to do things. You don't have to take on certain capital. You don't have to take on certain um, risk. You you go in with a mindset, you go, no, no. You make better, healthier decisions. Same with your body, you know, same with your car. If you knew you had one car for the next 40 years, you're going to treat that car a lot different than, you know, if you just <laughs> buy another Honda, mm-hmm. a Honda like, you know what I mean? Um, so that was, uh, and I'm eight years into the 40 year journey. And I don't know what's going to happen after 40 years, but, and I don't know if I'm going to make it all the way. You know, life happens, but that's what I committed to. And that's been the difference that I've been able to share with other entrepreneurs where it, it, at some point in an entrepreneur's journey, the most valuable thing that at least has done for me, and I'll bet it would be for a lot of other people, is figure out how long you're willing to commit to a business and then work backwards from there. And that just opens up a very clear path. And as you know, an entrepreneur's path is is, uh, is challenging. And you don't often know the right way to go. But if you have that as this is the direction I'm going for the next umpteen years, the decision-making that people will make, it's night and day. and That's made the difference for us.
0: Michael Brooks, founder and CEO at GoLance, the website GoLance.com. Just registered as my, uh, just registered myself during our conversation. Really excited to, to work through GoLance, connect with some great uh, freelancers. We're all, we're always hiring. So, you know, I'd much rather leverage a platform where I know that it's almost like, you know, you're doing better to support the artist kind of thing. And so it's, it's kind of that, that energy. But Michael, this has been a great conversation. Thank you so much for joining us.
1: Thank you, Josh. I appreciate it. Appreciate being part of the program.
0: Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. If you're a listener, I'd love to shout out your business to our whole audience, for free. You can do that by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or join our listener Facebook group. Just search for The Thoughtful Entrepreneur in Facebook. I'd love even if you just stop by to say hi. I'd love to meet you. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. We love our community who listens and shares our program every day.